Hey, I'm back, and I'm a three on the monster fucker scale. Oh, Jesus. Hi, I'm Tyler, and I'm a one on the monster fucker scale. And this is Date My Monster. And then intro music plays. Yes. I love how I said three, and you're like, oh my god. I... I should have asked before we started. It really took me took me by it surprise, took, but I'm not. Why do you think I wanted to do this if not to just? I I'm pretty. I mean, listen. Well, okay. As this is yes. the first episode, let's just break down the scale for all those at home. All those at home. So zero. You listen. We want you to figure out where you fall. Yeah. Where you fall on the scale before we before we even get into the meat of it. Oh yeah, no. You need to figure out like what you're doing here and what you're in for. So it's exactly z- yeah. Zero to five. That's all you got to go. You got zero. Just no monster fucking at all. Like you just. What is this yeah. podcast? You need to leave now if you're a zero. Um. Well, maybe they're open to. They're they're open to being convinced. After all, I mean that's what we are. We're trying to convince people to see these monsters with with rose colored glasses. You know, I mean maybe not all of them, but like. Well, no, definitely not all of them. But I mean, like Dracula. I mean, like yeah, I guess I big swamp monster. Bigfoot is always it's got a place in everyone's heart. I feel like. I mean, since we're from like Idaho. We're from this region of the country. I mean, Bigfoot is is an ever-present thought in everyone's mind, I think. Oh, yeah. Like, if you don't know who Bigfoot is and you live in the Pacific Northwest, are you really from the Pacific Northwest? You need to know someone who knows someone who knows someone that has seen Bigfoot, or else you're not from the Pacific Northwest. Or have just seen him yourself. And even then... or you, Well, I mean, if you've seen him yourself, then hopefully, like, you tell us about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... The um, next in the scale is one, which Tyler falls on. I was not expecting this, but monster fan, I just expected you be, to be more horny for these monsters. I, listen, I can't apologize enough for leading you <laughs> astray or tricking you before we even started recording the first episode of this podcast. However, I would like to point out that you killed me dead when you said that you landed at a three so we will have to discuss that at some point and this is so great too because i'm definitely ace i find no humans attractive monsters though i i will look at monsters in a different light okay well i think i think that's good i will it's not good not good it's good that you decided to stop somewhere i'll say that i'm yeah because i'm not a full five so i have drawn a line Yes, on a, on a scale of zero to five, um, a three is respectable I'm considering only what four there. and five are. Yeah, you're only halfway there. This is this is our fucking monster fucking Kinsey scale. <laughs> so is is honestly it. So I'm an X. <laughs> so two is monster asexual. You're only in it for the romance. You just want to date these monsters. You don't want to take them home for the night. You just want that nice little chill night. Maybe a little monster Tinder. Or Bumble, you just want to check them out, but no, no further than the date. And then we get... I don't think... Did we say what one was? Yeah, one I think was we, Monster we've... Fan. Like, you just are a fan of monsters. Okay, yes. I just didn't know if we had said that. Yes, yeah, so Monster monster Level... No, Monster Fucking Level 2 is... Monster... You want to take them yeah. out on a date. You, yeah, so oh, that's yeah. not me. Yeah. Three... 
which apparently was a surprise, um, is just humanoid monster fucker. I only want to fuck monsters that are humanoid. Because I feel like after three, you get into a bit of a furry and monster fucker. And I, the furry part is where I don't want to be in. I, there's a very there's a very thin line that you're walking here. Uh-huh. Um, even even when you're on a three, you're like basically about to tip into well, not basically about to tip into four, but I'm saying you're towing the line. I am very much. But see, um, my, so I just want to make sure that ahead. these monsters have body parts that are compatible with mine and that they can consent. I really need that consent. No, yes, of course they have to be able to. The, I mean, if they can't consent, that they're not they they're not even on the scale really i mean we're we're assuming that these monsters are are sapient enough to be able to consent yes um then we go to four which is werewolf fucker which i'm assuming these are monsters that like they're more animalistic but they can give consent you know so yeah so werewolf you know in his human form um, he can be like we can fuck while i'm in my wolf form if you want I mean that that is very much a meme to to get fucked by a werewolf. I mean, we've all seen those memes. Oh, we all know about nodding. We all know okay. <laughs> well, we didn't have to say it. We, we don't, <laughs> Listen, the We don't the, all have that fetish. What? No, I literally zero people should have that fetish, but hey. I who am I to judge, I you, guess. You I ha- guess I just did. Do you not know about the nodding sex toys? No, no, no. I know about them, which is oh, okay. why I'm trying not to pass judgment. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm trying very hard. So, uh, um, finally, and five, five. In this long-winded explanation we have is a uh, horny on main for all monsters. All monsters. Mm. Doesn't matter if they can really give consent. I guess in your heart they give consent. Well, they need to be able to, but they, you know... I don't even... I can't even justify this. You, the, you're the one that came up with these it. These are the people who are gonna fuck Nessie. Like... Oh, yeah. Like, these are the size queens and kings, I feel like, possibly. The size queens and kings. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I just love... Any... Your pauses when any I Any of the lake something. monsters, really. Yes. Which I fucking hate. Oh, yeah. We'll get into no. my hatred for lake monsters when we get to those in this podcast. Oh God! Are we starting with one? We, oh wait, should we should we talk a little bit about who we are? I mean, I mean, I don't. I. I mean, we can just. I'm. How do you go ahead? I I guess I'm. Uh, twenty. I almost said twenty one. I'm twenty two. Twenty two year old. <laughs> pretty much female person. I'm mm-hmm. bi, so you're boy or girl monsters. I'm into. I'm ace, as we stated before, I'm ace for humans. Monsters, I'm more okay with. I guess I wanted to start this, because I just love cryptozoology. And I was just like, you know, it's fun to listen to those podcasts where they, like, talk about them and then talk about their theories. But I was like, we need something more. This needs a genesequa, like, how dateable are these monsters? Like, that's the audience I want for this. That I mean, I think that's the question on everyone's mind. Really, uh-huh. we everyone saw the Shape of Water, and I think like now, whether yes. those monsters are dateable or now the new the hot button question. Exactly. Like you know, talking about the desirability of the Swamp Monster, the Invisible Man, or 
the missing link or whatever. I think, I mean, people have been obsessed with monsters since time immemorial. Um, I mean, yeah. Mine, yeah. My name is Tyler. I am, uh, I am a gay man. I'm 22. Um, like I said, I'm a. I, I like monsters. That's why I'm a one on the on the monster fucking scale. But I would do not want them in any way beyond like friends. Just appreciating them. Well, yeah. Just like I mean, Bigfoot and I would be pals. We'd be friends, but I'm not at all interested in him in any way <laughs> beyond that. <laughs> it it um, still just shocks me because I'm like, why did you? Agree I don't know to this why. Because <laughs> I thought it would be funny. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be great, but. Oh no! It is going to be great. We gotta own it. Um, this is this is who we are now. I know. We're we're we now podcasters. Now host we're now podcast gays. I mean, it was only a matter of time. I mean, yes. Like, really? It was inevitable. Which one of us would have the idea first? The, you're really right. And this, I'm sure we'll come up with more podcast ideas in the future. Hopefully. But you were the one that came up with this one first. Yes. So. I'm the one who bought the books, <sighs> did research you on did. monsters. It's a time, man. You did. You did. You have you have scripts. You're you're ready for everything. I'm just I'm here to listen. I'm here to learn. The year with too much time because everyone's stuck at home. You're you're so right. I mean, we're in a podcast golden age right now. Oh yeah. I mean, most of the mics when you go to look for them online, they're all sold out. So Yeah, so I mean, we're just trying to get in on the on the trend. We're going to be the we're going to be the new hot podcast out the gate. Oh yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Um so <laughs> should you do you want to lead us in yeah so give give me the presentation give me the deets so okay so this our very first monster i picked this because of the theories behind it one of them i could only find in the book that i read this like theory about what it is and it's so fucking Mm -hmm. buck wild that i'm like also the picture you will need to google a picture of this once i tell you what it is because the image of this monster is just amazing so we're talking about the Beast of Gudan. It's a f- the Beast of G- Gudan. Okay. It's a French word. It's G E V A U D A N. You're gonna have to spell that again. I uh, cannot. Okay, you ready? It's yes. G E V A U D A N. And it's pronounced how? I wanna since it's a French word. I'm assuming Gudan. But it might be. This is a fucking. This is a. Did you did you what see the, the fuck is this? <laughs> this is like a this is like a horse. Isn't it like a sock puppet or something? It literally listen. I guess no one knew how to make art before, like, like during medieval times, because this literally looks like a big fucking rat horse dog. It's this is this is horrible. Oh no! It's great, and I mean, um, it's the way it's pictured will make sense once you hear the stories behind it and just realize that people okay you know don't know what animals look like um (laughs) i mean that's most cryptids i feel like (laughs) very true very true okay so this started out um with attacks taking place in the Margeridine Mountains of cent- South Central France between 1764 and 1766. Um, oh, oh, my God. Are you, the 1700s? Yes. I just shat on medieval time artwork. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean... It's pretty bad. It's... 
Oh no, it still looks like shit. So apparently we have to up that fucking art dark ages up to the 1700s. So good job, yeah. everyone. So this took place in an area covering about um, 90 by 80 kilometers or 56 by 50 miles. Um, okay. The victims were often killed by having their throats torn out. Um, the number of victims different according to source. A 1987 study estimated there had been 210 attacks resulting in 113 deaths and 49 injuries. Uh, 98 of the victims killed were partly eaten. Um, Other sources claim that the animal or animals killed between um, 60 and 100 adults and children and injured more than 30. So around 200 people have been attacked by this animal, supposedly. In the, like, since the 1700s? It, it was a three-year period. Um, in Oh, oh, Jesus. Yeah. It took him three oh, years man. to take this guy down. God, that's... Wow. Okay. Yeah. So... Good Good job. Yeah. I mean, I don't even think Bigfoot has killed that many people. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't think Bigfoot's trying to kill people. There actually. is a pretty great Bigfoot story about a guy... Who probably was just hopped up on drugs getting attacked by a Bigfoot family. But we can get to that when we get to Bigfoot. Oh yeah, this that's for another yes. episode. We're not there yet. Yeah. So, the Beast of Guden. I'm sure someone will tell me I'm pronouncing this wrong. Um, its first attack um, recorded was in the early summer of 1764. A young woman named uh, Marie Jeanette Vallette. Who is attending? Who is tending to cattle in the Metacori Forest near the town of Lagonu in the eastern part of Gudet? A lot of French words. You really chose a. I was gonna say you really chose a good like easy on the mouth episode. Oh, yeah. Like beast. <laughs> I thought about like having the enunciations in my like preparation. I don't know why I didn't do that. So. She was just tending to cows in the forest, and she saw the beast come at her. However, the bulls in the herd of the cow she was, like, taking care of, like, kind of kept the beast at bay. And then they drove it off after it attacked a second time. And so then, shortly after that, there was the first official victim, which was a 14-year-old, um, Janine Boulette. Um, and she was killed near the village of Les Hookups, near... (laughs) <laughs> lagging it so essentially this beast like came and attacked this girl like um tending to cattle the cattle drove it off and then it went and go k- killed a 14 year old in like a little town <laughs> a bit off wow he was really mad yeah. or he was like i'm just gonna go kill this it's other just like this woman. one's too much work for me these cows they're a bit too big for me and so throughout the- why not just eat a cow just take the cow. Yeah, though. it's so weird because you'll read in the stories that it, the cows freak it out. Like, it is only interested in people, which is bizarre. That's real. Yeah, no, that is very strange. I was going to say, like, if it's actively trying to get to this girl, then the cows are stopping it. I mean, that's gutsy. Yeah. But so throughout the rest of the year, there were several more attacks reported across the region. And soon, soon instilled fear into the populace as the creature was mainly attacking lone men, women, and children as they tended to livestock. So, oh, okay. So, <laughs> wait, hold on a second. So this thing is scared of cows, uh-huh. and then exclusively attacks people who are tending to those cows. Oh, 
Like, it's not Alone. attacking groups of people. It's like, it sees the cows and is like, there might be a person there. And it goes for the people, but is freaked out of the cows. I mean, that's like me exclusively, like, wanting to eat bananas. Um, but, like, every banana I eat is covered in spiders. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, and I'm terrified of yeah, spiders. Yeah, so you can't eat the banana, but like, there's a, bu- but also it's like if there's like a bushel of bananas, no spiders, and there's a single banana with spiders, and you only will go for that single banana. I mean, maybe he just likes the thrill, or it likes the thrill of having to fucking dodge the goddamn cows i guess i cannot say that i could relate if i were given the choice between a bushel of bananas and a banana covered in spiders that i would choose the banana with spiders i don't think that i would do that no i don't know who would and this actually like keep this in your mind for one of the theories because like it's it's interesting but anyway so by december of this uh, uh 1764 when it all started there was speculation that it might have been multiple creatures as a lot of the attacks kind of happened simultaneously or there was a very short period of time between attacks. So people were like, maybe okay. there's more than one of these, like, beast of Gudan. Mm-hmm. So, and now, now it starts attacking groups because on January 12th of 1765, Jacques Portifex and seven friends were attacked <laughs> by the beast. So now he's going after groups. Whoa. Now he's like this Jackie's guy. He's want he wants a group. So, after several attacks, they drove it away by s- staying grouped together. And the encounter eventually came to the attention of the king at the time, Louis the what's XV? XV fifteenth. Uh, so Louis the fifteenth. At which point he awarded three hundred livres to Portifax and another three hundred fifty livres to be shared among his companions. And the king also directed that Portifax be educated at the state's expense. He then decreed that the French state would help find and kill the beast. So essentially this group of seven dudes were just out and about. This beast attack them. They managed to huddle together and like scare it off and then the king's like, these men, they should be paid for their troubles and I'm now gonna like make sure that the French government finds this fucking beast. Wow. I mean, shout out to King Louis the Fifteenth for believing these guys were attacked by the Beast of um, French Word. Yeah. What is it? Beast of Gu- Gudan? Gudan, yeah. Gu- it- Gudan? Gudan? I've, aren't Gu- v- it looks like it's pronounced Gavadon. Yeah, but Vs are silent, aren't they? Oh, I've never taken a French class. Neither of us have ever taken any part like <laughs> of French. How to... Pronouns. We're looking this up. Good idea. I've taken. We hey, when we get to the German monsters, I can help you with that. But or the Spanish ones, but I cannot help you with these French ones. They're too difficult. Oh wait. Givudan. So the V. Givudan. The V isn't silent. It's Givudan. And I'm a fucking idiot. Givudan. Well, hey, you remedying it, remedying it, what, like 20 minutes in? It's fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, yeah. You're good. So, after that, um, first Captain Duman of the Claremont Ferradin Dragoons and his troops were sent to oh. um, Guvidan, um, 
There was a lot of non-cooperation from locals that hindered their efforts to find and kill the beast. He almost shot the beast at several points, but was quote-unquote hampered by the incompetence of his guards. God, of course. Or he's just like a shitty shot. He's like, oh, it's it's not my fault. Oh, no, this is definitely um, a story of a man who, a French man who was handed everything and now he has to actually go do something, and he's just looking for every excuse to blame it on someone else why he couldn't do it. I mean, I'm sure we know of men like that, even in the year of our Lord 2020. <laughs> I mean, yes. I mean, very much so. Are you talking about Trump, perhaps? I am talking about every... Oh, 100% talking about Trump. I'm also talking about every conservative. Let's be very clear. Um about this podcast it's a monster fucking uh, podcast tyler do you really think that people came here and were like look at these conservative americans <laughs> i mean that that is a good point we did start off by saying that we are queer at the very yeah. beginning we are leftists um black lives matter anyways just wanted to say that so that no one gets the wrong idea about what this podcast is <laughs> okay so after that whole fiasco, Louis the Fifteenth was like, "Fuck you, uh, Dumel. I'm sending in two professional wolf hunters." So he sent oh. uh, Dumel in like January, February. He decides to send out Jean Charles, Mark, Antoinette, Vanis, Divet. Is that one name? One name, and his son. Can you no, no, no. can you say it again just for my pleasure? Okay. Jean Charles, Mark, Antoni, Vamusel. Delvedan, Delvedan, Delvel. <laughs> I can't get his, the last part. And his, it's okay. What's his? And his son, Jean Francis. Oh, great! <laughs> <laughs> just, just. This guy was like, "I'm not gonna repeat my parents' mistakes. Yes. You're just Jean Francis." Exactly. So over the next four months, the pair hunted. Uh, hunted for Eurasian wolves because that's kind of what they figured this animal to be. Um, mm-hmm. However, when the attacks continued, um, this family was then replaced in June of 1765 by Francis and Tony, the king's sole acrobares bearer and lieutenant of the hunt. So essentially, this son, uh, father-son duo came in. They just hunted down wolves. There were still attacks, so the king's like, you're not doing a good enough job, and sent in his, like, lieutenant of the hunt to go take out the um, beast of Gudeo. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, the, hey, the king is really, like, trying to get this thing killed, so. Yes, the king, I mean, king has already invested quite a bit of money into this story, so at this point, he really needs proof that it was something to invest into. Oh, yeah, of course. Naturally. So, on September 20 or 21st, one of the two, um, Antoni killed a large gray wolf measuring about 80 centimeters, 31 inches high, and about 5 feet 7 long, and weighed 130 pounds. So, they, they killed this beast, and they were like, this is so big, this is the one. We've got it. I mean... I, I know, do the attacks continue after this? Okay, so, so they got the beast, the body was looked at by several victims, and they confirmed that, like, the scars on the wolf man's ones, matched ones they had, like, inflicted when they attacked it. Um, but Anton stayed in okay. the area, 
because apparently there was a mother and two pups so he's like i gotta kill the family um he he did manage to kill the mother and one of the pups he hit the other pup (gasps) but could never find the body but just decided it was dead well we all know from horror movies that no one's really dead unless you find the body Uh so Mm -hmm. this guy's a fucking idiot yeah so in december 2nd there were two boys were attacked um they were six and 12 years old and so they were like okay this this pup is still um alive so but apparently Mm -hmm. it tried to capture the youngest child and it was successfully fought off by the older boy wow six and 12 year old good job well i mean that's 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 pretty scary that's pretty intense but good good on the older brother So soon after, successful attacks followed, and some of the shepherds witnessed that this time, um, or this beast, showed no fear around cattle at all. He was like, I've learned from the mistakes of my father. These cows don't fucking scare me. Oh, shit. Now this thing's gonna be unstoppable. Yeah, so there were... I'm scared. There were about a dozen more deaths. And then, so the killing of the creature that eventually marked the ends of the attacks is credited to a local hunter named... Jean Chastel, who shot it at the slopes of Mount Muchen, now called La Sanjin Davos. Um, during a hunt organized... I'm, I'm, I, I'm so sorry. I just love your pronunciations. I just wanted to say that. They're very good. They're so bad. So, I mean, it's French. It doesn't have to be good. During a hunt organized by a local nobleman, um, the Marquise Arpicaire, on June 19th, 1767. So, about... Um, six or seven months after the rest of the family was killed, they killed the last little pup. Okay. And here's a fun... Did, did the... Oh, sorry, go ahead. You know, the fun part. The hunters were so excited that they had killed the beast that they prepared the... They paraded the corpse around the region for the next two weeks before finally bringing okay. it to Louis the Fifteenth, The remains stank so badly, the king had it immediately thrown in an unmarked grave, meaning we have no way of digging <laughs> it back up to figure out what it was. Oh, fucking fantastic, of course. Uh-huh. But these guys were just like, we fucking did it. We killed the beast and just dragged it around to a bunch of towns in the region for two weeks, being like, look at what we did. I'd be like, cool, send a postcard, like, maybe shoot a text. I don't need to see the corpse in person. Yeah, I'd be like, why didn't anyone, like, I don't know, embalm it or something? They were just like... Yeah. Or just, like, get the pelt. They legit just, like, let this corpse rot for two weeks. And then we're like, here you go, my lord. And King Louis like, gross. This is gross. Yeah. You brought me this fucking dead, putrefacted wolf into my fucking quarters, and now you expect me to keep... No, get it out. Yeah, he was like... Get it out of here. He was like, thanks. I hate it. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so... Disgusting. So the general description of the beast um, was... It was generally described as a wolf-life canine with a tall, lean frame capable of taking great strides. It had an elongated head similar to that of a greyhound with a flattened snout, pointed ears, and a wide mouth sitting atop a broad chest. The beast's tail was also said to have been notably longer than a wolf's with a tuft at the end. 
The beast's fur was described as tawny or russet in a color, but its back was was streaked with black and white heart-shaped pattern was noted on its underbelly. So it was like a red kind of creature. Okay, so... So this this was it. Like the 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 attack stopped yeah. after they killed this so thing. Was, I'm assuming. Oh, I'm okay. assuming it was a family of big wolves. Okay. So the beast of get G- Gedong. The Gedong. Sure. Get however you yeah. say it. The beast was just a, a really big wolf. Well, okay. So now we go into the hypothesis. So according to oh, modern okay. scholars, public hysteria at the time of the attacks contributed to widespread myths that it was a supernatural beast but the deaths attributed to the beast were more likely the work of a number of wolves or pack of wolves and attack of wolves uh attacks by wolves were a very serious problem during this era not only in france but throughout europe with like tens of Mm -hmm. thousands of deaths attributed to wolves in the 18th century so it's probably just that that area decided to just fucking roll with this that this was some sort of supernatural being in reality it was just a bunch of fucking wolves wow i mean like at some point you gotta be like you know what it's just god hates us there's gotta be some like supernatural reason that we just keep getting fucking murdered by these things (laughs) listen the the nobles are starting to look a bit weird now we're all dying Maybe God hates us. Maybe it's not the fact that they keep marrying their sisters and cousins, but the fact that God just hates us. Yes, I think that's the only reasonable explanation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's another great theory. So in 2001, French naturalist Michael Lewis proposed that the red color mastiff belonging to Jean Castel, um, so like the guy who killed the last beast had a red color mastiff. So... This guy's theory is that he then um, had his mastiff um, have pups. Okay. Okay, I I need to read this because it's so weird, but like, proposed that the red color mastiff belonging to Jean Castell sired the beast and its resilience to bullets may have been due to it wearing the armored hide of a young boar, thus accounting for its unusual color. So this guy thinks that Jean Castell had pups that he then put armor on okay and so this this jean castel he was the wolf hunter no he so he was the um guy of the noble party who like killed the very last pup but so like there's a theory that he like essentially started all this or maybe like the young the maybe the last one did die like when the guy shot it and couldn't find the body maybe it did die and then like Mm -hmm. the last one was like um, Jean Castell's like armored dog. I see. Okay, so like the theory here is that he create well, like he didn't create the beast, but well, I guess in some ways he did. Yeah. But the theory is like he's the one that was like controlling the beast and like killed it in order to gain like favor from the king. Is 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 that what I'm? Yeah. So I think. Am I understanding is, like, that right? Most of them were wolves. We're just going to go with that everything is wolves. But perhaps that Jean Castell decided to, like, make... I'm assuming he didn't mean for it to get out, but it did. Like, kind of like... And then Mm -hmm. he was like, this is my burden to bear. I need to kill it. But also maybe to, like, 
gain favor from King Louis the Fifteenth. I see. Okay. Well, that I you know that one seems kind of plausible actually. Yeah. So this third one, and this is the reason I picked this one, because it gets crazy. So this theory is that the creature is actually a hyena, because there's a naturalist, um, Jared Mentory, proposed this based on historical accounts, based on another beast that Jean Castell killed, and it was um, preserved, and that it was similar to the beast that was identified as a striped hyena. So Jean Castell had already killed a beast uh. similar to this, and like preserved it, and it then later was identified as a striped hyena, so they were like, oh, it was just a hyena. But also, and this adds to it, Jean Castell's son, Antonio Castell, had a pet hyena. So there was they were able to confirm that there was one in the area. That's, okay, wow, isn't that what I said, though, when I saw it? I was like, it looks like a hyena. Didn't I say that? I don't know. I just, or am I just imagining that? I know we talked about how That's crazy. it looked. It does. Okay, so, okay. hyena. Yes, so. So there was a confirmed one in the area. This then leads to another theory that the Castiel family created an elaborate rumor about a beast terrorizing the mountainside, let loose the hyena, all to cover up the rumors that one of them was a serial killer. Oh, what? Yes. The only source I could, the only like source I could find with this theory in it is um, the book I read, which is Cryptozoology A to Z. But like I read this theory and I was like, I'm sorry, what? So, so like the people that were dying were killed by the member of this family and not like a beast? Yeah. So if you remember back to the first one, like the beast was only attacking lone people. Oh, oh so like no one saw it kill... Like, someone? Yeah, because they were by themselves. Like, so... Ah. It would make sense if, like, one of their family members was a serial killer and, like, going around killing people and then this rumor started that they're like, yeah, it's totally the Castile family. Like, it could have been anyone else. And they're like, well, we got this hyena and just let it loose. And then people started to actually see the beast. And then they were like, oh, it's not the serial killer that was killing all those people it was this beast that we now have proof of ah uh, i see okay so i actually you know what i like this theory it adds it adds some flavor i like it, this and it also goes along because gene castell was thrown into prison before uh for a previous hunt he had been in law involved in because he led all the men into a bog so oh. he probably already needed to get some sort of favor and like goodwill added to his family name and so and with one of them being a serial killer, you know. It just, you know, it just worked out. The pieces fell into place. Yeah. So the real monster was not the wolf, but it was this man. God, that's so deep. <laughs> we're, we're, in, we're tackling tough themes here, folks. Oh, yeah. Okay. So now into the fun part. How we rate the monsters. Okay. Date, rate, Should we monster. The <laughs> date slash rate. Yeah. Okay, so these are our rating, like, what we're rating them based on. We got the first one, which is attraction. How drawn mm-hmm. to them are you? Not just physically, but as a person. To their character, how much do you respect and admire them? Do you feel love or that you're headed in that direction? So that's, mm-hmm. you know, attraction. We got compatibility. Do you have enough common interests, values, beliefs? Do your personalities and lifestyles sync up? 
Do you work well together when it comes to conflict, compromise, sacrifice, and pressure? Are you? Are you? Are you <laughs> Do you have this prepared? These? This is so good. <laughs> yeah. Um, then there's confidence. This one requires an almost entirely intuitive response. How much do you hope, want, and believe the relationship can go the distance based on your feelings as well as your perception of their mo- emotional investment? Okay. I will say I got the I got these first three from a website called medium.com. Oh, okay. Um, because oh. I was like, what do you rate your relationship based on? And these I felt pretty right. This last one was one Tyler came up with. I came up with a little description, but it's the treat you right factor. <laughs> How well does this monster treat you? Will they take you out to McDonald's and insist you order off the dollar menu? Or they plan an elaborate scavenger hunt pit- picnic to celebrate your one month anniversary? Wow. That's a good description. Yeah. Yes. It accurately so, conveys the whole scale of possible, possible. <laughs> treat you right ratings. Yes. So, attraction. I, I, I'm i going to talk my way through it and then assign a number rating at the end because that just feels right to me. So, mm-hmm. obviously because this thing is like a dog, um, uh-huh. I don't think it... Po- po- te- po- te- Jesus Christ. It possesses enough sapience for me to want to pursue like even a friendship i feel like it's it's unfulfilling obviously not physically attracted to it i'm i'm mostly repulsed i will say that i'm only slightly attracted to it if it is a cover up for a serial killing family that then that is the I, only thing yeah i am attracted to it just because it is just this cover up the picture of it is horrendous but, like, there is some attraction there with the confidence. It is a bit of an idiot just because it does fear cows, supposedly. But I don't know. Just, like, how it was like, yeah, I'm just going to, like, murder these fools. And none of y'all can stop me. I'm going to have a family. And then it was stopped. But I don't know. Like, I'm kind of, I'm a little attracted to just, like, it's gutso. I mean, the sheer number of people that it killed in the time span that it did mm-hmm. is some certainly like a huge boost in the confidence factor. I do want to cycle back to it being afraid of cows, which is <laughs> obviously very stupid. Um, uh-huh. Very, very buck wild of the wolf to just not go near cows. However, and again, I will say this, if it is a cover up for a serial killer, then I mean, just the the fucking balls that it takes to fucking fabricate that lie and go through with it and do it successfully, uh-huh. like that's 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 gutsy right there. Gotta respect that. I think for attraction, because we're going one yeah. to ten, right? I am. We are doing one to ten. Between a three or a four, because its derpy look does give it a small place in my heart just because of how fucking stupid it looks it is it's it's a i will say it is adorable i see you've already given it a two so i i, I have I'll, given I'll, it a, i'll give it i've a given three. it a two okay. okay um for for compatibility we haven't talked about that what was that again what was the description uh do you have enough common interests, values, and beliefs? Do your personalities and lifestyles sync up? Do you work well together when it comes to conflict, compromise, sacrifice, and pressure? Now, I do feel like he would murder me if there was a conflict. <laughs> <laughs> it, 
oh, you'd be dead at the first sign of fucking Discord. Like, straight up. Let's be very clear about that. (laughs) And I do think our interests don't line up because he is a married man. And I just kind of feel like I'm the side piece, you know? You you would feel that. Consider this, though. Um, He... His wife did die. Very true. But they died together. So obviously there was that... Like, I I guess in this story, I did go for him... And then his son was still around, and I was like, yeah, I can tap that as well mm. in this imaginary world. But still, like, he has the traits of his father. Like, he's still gonna, like, wait for me to be alone. I, I always have to have a herd of cattle, although he did overcome his father's fear of cows. Like, it's gonna be that situation where just, I, I want to be out with my friends, because I know when we're alone, that's when the bad things start to happen. And I just... yeah. It's a bit troublesome. And, I mean, I love a good murder of noblemen every now and then, but he's a bit too into murder, you know? Yeah, and I will say that it does seem like he did not kill as many noblemen as he did serfs. Uh, Well, I guess they weren't serfs. It's the 1700. Feudalism is not a thing. Well, I don't know. I'm not a French historian. I have Either no way. idea what you're talking about, really. So, yeah, keep. I, I believe you. Well, I, I didn't want to say peasants. Um, but, I, well, too late now. Um, I mean, they it are definitely. Just town folks. Townsfolk, yeah. So, it definitely seems like the beast of Gedevan um, is definitely more into killing, like, the working man, which does not jive with me. Um, like, if you're not eating the rich, then I don't. Like, if you're not into eating the rich, I mean, mm-hmm. I guess in this case, literally. Um, can't say that, that we're going to be that compatible. So yeah, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to have to give him a one on compatibility. I, Cause I, I am worried this is an abusive relationship. I, I'm very worried about that. I will also, I will also give him a one. Confidence though. I see you've I, already given your score, so I'll let you elaborate first. Sure. So I gave the beast of Garuvan a five on the confidence scale. The reason being, and actually this might change, I kind of ex- justified it a little bit, um, like the the balls that it takes to try and cover that up. Like if you're a serial killer and you're covering it up with like wolf attacks and you get away with it and like manage to convince the king, um, I mean that's pretty ballsy and major, major hats off. So that's why it has a five. And again, I cannot stress this enough: it being afraid of cows <laughs> is. Yeah. Is a uh, is a real drawback. So that's what's leaving it at a five. I will up it to a six. Okay, I I understand the fear of cows because it is like a thing of like, I know he's only going to approach me if I'm by myself. If I'm with my mm-hmm. friends, he's gonna be like, oh, I can't I can't go talk to her. Her friends are around, which I just hate. It's right. like just just come talk to my face. But I, yeah, murder, you gotta have a lot of confidence for murder. Yes. Like, so, yeah, go ahead. I, I don't know where I was going with that. But the cow thing, yeah, for sure, is like. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, I didn't even think about that. Like, like oh, like the confidence to come and talk to me, like, while I'm in front of my friends. I didn't even think about that. So what what do you give it then? I don't know. It's so hard because, like, I also don't really know where five is for me. I want to give him, like, a 
two or a three because he oh. just seems like you don't have to be that confident to murder people i feel like you just have to be crazy enough for it oh especially if you're just murdering people by themselves so i'm gonna give him a two because i just don't think that he has the confidence to really do anything wow okay now I, my rating of six seems very high <laughs> no no i think you're your explanation for why you gave him a six was very reasonable. So I would stick with your guts if you want to give him a six. Thank you. Yeah, I think I'll I think I'll stick with that for now. That brings us to uh, the treat you right factor. No. Yes, it does. Um, okay. So what? So like on a scale of like one to ten, one being take you out to McDonald's and order from the dollar menu, and ten being. Uh, an elaborate scavenger hunt picnic for your fir- first month anniversary. Uh-huh. <sighs> um, I'm honestly thinking about rating him really high because I know he cover up for my murders. So for your murders. Yeah. So if I went out and murdered someone, he'd cover for me. And honestly, I don't know what's more treat you right than covering up for your significant other's murders. I mean that is that is a really good point. For some like on some scales I feel like that would eclipse the the first month scavenger hunt thing is like helping your significant other hide a body. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean that that is a really compelling point. But the thing is like that's I feel like that's the only way he treat you right. Like everything else you're like not a huge priority. But like Yeah. Again, going back to the side piece thing, like the fact that he would cover up my murder as a side piece is like he obviously is committed in some way right he's not he's not just in it he's not just in it for you know like the the treats of having a side piece he's in it for love yeah almost (laughs) maybe this is a polyamorous thing he just refuses to tell his wife it's a polyamorous thing so it's infidelity (laughs) (laughs) yeah He's just in um, love with two women at the same time. Right, of course. Um, I think... I am, go I'm ahead, I'm gonna sorry. give him a seven. A seven on the treat you're right. All right. Just because well, the murder is... It's such a big thing. It... I Well, I'm glad that's very important to you. However, I can say that it is not... <laughs> you don't can't say that, that it's, isn't good? It's not important to me. Um... I will say I don't think that attacking French townsfolk um, in 18th century France is really, like, the pinnacle of what I'm looking for. Um, <laughs> the pinnacle of man. Yeah, not, not really, uh, not really uh, very convincing in that regard to, the, to treating me right. So I think for that, I'm going to have to give him a, a four. You know, I'll give him a four. I'll give him a four. I'll give I'll give him that. Okay. I I will say that the 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 stuff that you said about helping cover up a murder, I think could apply to other areas like, you know, let's say you make a you make a mistake at work or you wake up late for work, uh-huh. right? I feel like the beast would like cover for you, be like, oh, like I I kept him up late last night. We were drinking tea or something. Uh huh. When in actuality, it was just like, oh, I forgot to set my alarm. So, I mean, if your love language is acts of service, then yeah, I but think I this think is the I monster do for you. Because that's yeah, really what we're getting at here, right? I do kind of feel like right? it would be more, be so, like, if he was covering you for you at work, it wouldn't be so much, oh, I kept her up late, 
or them up late, it would be, oh, I murdered your boss, so you don't have to worry about that anymore. I mean, I will say, that's still an act of service yeah, in I guess. some way. Still very considerate. Um, that's why I think the Beast of uh, Givaudan... I've said it differently every single time I've oh, said it. Oh, me too. I This wasn't my best choice for like the first oh, one. That's okay. I mean, everyone... I feel like if you started listening to this podcast, everyone would expect us to do Bigfoot first. Oh, yeah, but I just didn't want to do that straight out the bat, you know? No, I get that. You, you, we don't want to. We don't want to go for the obvious choice first. We oh. want to draw some, draw them in with the obscure ones. Yeah, I want to pace myself. Exactly. Yeah, I understand that. Okay, so, oh wow, I, our our final totals are the same. Yeah. So total out of forty, since this is an out of ten scale, we both rated this as a thirteen. So. Yes. He's not even like halfway decent. No, not even halfway there. I would say that's an F, actually. That's yeah. like a that's a big F. Um, I I you know I don't feel I feel pretty confident in my ratings. Um, yeah, like I can't don't, say that. Go ahead. I don't. Yeah, besides the you know murder cover up, he they don't have a lot going for him. Honestly, that's really the only thing. I I would agree with that. Yeah. So, All right. so I guess that that's it. That's our scores. Um, this has been our first yeah. episode of Date My Monster. Mm-hmm. It's been it's been fun. It has been fun. Tune in next time um, for another monster. Do you know which one we're going to be doing next? Oh yeah, I have I have quite a few we can pick from, but I'll Ooh. I'll leave that up to you know the mystery. I don't know what I yes. said there. But I said it. <laughs> I mean, it worked for the theme <laughs> of the podcast. We'll we'll save it as a surprise for next time. So yes, that way you can you you sh- you have to listen to the next episode to figure out who it is. We're forcing you to do it. Yes. Okay. Um. So yeah, that's it. Yes. Thank you. Thank you all for listening. Yeah. Um. Thank. Thanks that- for coming out. Yeah. <laughs> This is a really great outro. I know. I think I think we just need to end it now. <laughs> I think we just need to end it, yeah. Uh, my name is Tyler. I'm Mac. And, and this has been... Date My uh, Monster. Date My Monster. Woo. Woo. Outro music. Yeah. Okay, stop recording. That was, that was good. Yeah, I'll stop recording too. <laughs>